All right, Rabbi, say good morning. Let's begin by thanking our sponsors, our Tamatora sponsors for the month of Teves, Dovi, and Nina Elman for dedicating all of the Shi'urim and Drashos this month in honor of the Adora Ayelet becoming a Bas Mitzvah. They should continue to be a source of Nachas for the entire Mishpacha. And our week of learning sponsors, Alan and Sherry Steinmetz, in honor of Allison and Adam Steinmetz's anniversary and all of the Shi'urim. Wonderful. We thank all of our sponsors for their generosity and commitment to perpetuating Talmud Torah within our Kihila. Also with that, let us begin. We have a beautiful daf out of us today. Today's daf is Mem Dalid, 44. We are picking up on Mem Gimel Amud Beis, 43b, and we are picking up four lines up from the bottom. Also, really a very interesting, very interesting sugya today. Says the Gimel, I'm Rabbi Avol, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Avol, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Kol Yitzurin Shabbat Torah, Ein Heter Mitzarev Le'isr. Both say in general, when it comes to Isuri, right? Specifically, we'll illustrate this with Isuri Achila. Let's say, we'll see, you have, you're not allowed to consume something. In general, the shear for Isuri Achila is a Kizayis, right? So let's say again, I can't eat the Kizayis of Chazer. But I will say, so what's the halach? In general, we say, Ein Isur Mitztarev Leheter, or Ein Heter Mitztarev Leheter, I should say, right? That, that, Permitted matter does not go ahead and combine with prohibited matter in order to create a shear of iser. We'll illustrate this. We'll illustrate this in just a moment. For example, actually, take a look at Rashi. In Hitter Mistarif Le Iser, Rashi says, For example, if you ate a half a kizayis of chelav, which is prohibited, with a half a kizayis of meat, which is permitted, and you eat them at once, Ultimately, again, the half a kizayis of meat is not going to combine with the half a kizayis of chilev to form a kizayis of iser. That's ein heter mitztarif leiser. So the Gemara says. So the Gemara says, chutz me yisuri nazir. With one exception, the exception is nazir. Is nazir. Why is Nazir different? Shari Amra Torah Mishras. Because about say when speaking about the Isra of Nazir, the Torah uses Lashon of Mishras. Mishras literally means something that is soaked or when liquid infuses itself into a solid, as we'll see in just a moment. So we'll say, so what, is, what does this mean on a practical level? Look at Rashi for just a moment. Rashi says, Shari Torah Amra Torah Mishras. So we'll say, for example, let's say a Nazir goes ahead and soaks a piece of bread in wine, and he then consumes a kezayis of bread. What's going to be the halacha? The halacha is going to be chayiv for wine consumption. Why? Because he consumed, quote-unquote, a kezayis of wine. But did he really consume a kezayis of wine? Not really. He consumed less than a kezayis of wine because obviously some of that kezayis is made up of the bread. But the word mishras, which literally means to soak or to infuse, ultimately tells us that heter mitztarif leiser. That ultimately, again, permitted matter combines with prohibited matter to form the requisite shear. So Ziri says, I will say this is even by carbonus. So about Atir Bosa, the passage that the Gemara is quoting over here is called Min Chashet Akribu Lashem, Lo Sase Chomets, Kikol Sar Bechol Devash, Lo Saktira Menevisha Lashem. Was he not allowed to offer up a carbon that is Chomets? So Ziri says that even if you're not offering up a full Kizayis of Chomets, but it's only part of a Kizayis of Chomets, that the Isser combines with the Heter ultimately to go ahead and form the requisite shear. 
Rashi says over here, Afsor bal taktiru nami het mitzarif leiser chazi zayis chometz de saor the chazi zayis de matzo. So if you have a, a half half a kizayis of chometz together with half a kizayis of matzo, ultimately again, ultimately they combine to form the shear. So the gemara says, Kiman, whose opinion does this reflect? Kerabi Eliezer de darshi kol. We'll say this is like Rabbi Eliezer who darshins the word kol. Because we'll say ultimately, like we saw in yesterday's daf, ultimately, again, Rabbi Eliezer says kol comes to include any form of iser, even if part of it is made up of heter. So we'll say this happens to be this particular discussion of, of iser minstari or heter minstari for iser happens to be a fascinating machlokas. The truth is the real source of it we'll discuss where does the Gemara quote? I think it's, uh, he quotes it from, from Nazir. But it's also an interesting sugya in Chulin. Again, but th- this is the fascinating idea that when you have a unit that is made up of Isser and Heter, do those two things have the ability to combine together to form the requisite shear? So here's what we have. We have Rabbi Yochanan saying, in general, no. In general, no. Heter is not Mestari for Isser. One exception to the rule is Nazir. And only reason Nazir is an exception is because the Torah used Lashon of Mishras. Mishras means something soaked. So again, the imagery there that the Gemara is coming up with is bread soaked in wine, which then, bread is mutter, the wine is asr for the Nazir, that then combines to form a shear of Isser. You now have Ziiri saying that it also refers to Karbanas. So the Gemara says, all of this is based on Rabbi Eliezer Hudashin's call, Ihachi. I'm sorry, tap of Memdalit. If that's the case, that this is based on the drasha of kol, because I will say, again, remember, kol is an all-inclusive term that comes to include in this context variant forms of the Isser. If that's the case, Pesach Nami. So I will say, why not include Chameis on Pesach as well? And tell me that what? That Heter is mitztarif le Isser by Chameis by Pesach. Now I will say, what would that teach me? That would teach me that Halacha Lemaisa, if I eat, a half a kizayis of matzah, combined with a half a kizayis of chametz, that the hefter is mitztaref to the iser, to form a kizayis of a unit of iser. To which the Gemara says, yeah, you're right, you're right, we do paskin hefter mitztaref for iser by chametz as well. But only it's not mentioned in order to exclude the position of Abayi. Because what did Abayi say? Because interestingly enough, Abayi says in general, when it comes to Karbanas, even if you go ahead and you offer up less than a Kezayis of Chametz, you are going to be in violation. Because Abayi holds that even offering less than a Kezayis, is still a bona fide form of haktara. Kamash malon, the haktara lav lefachos mikizayis. Therefore, I will say, the Gemara Dafka focused on the sa'ar case, on the carbon case, to exclude the position of abaye. Then, if you go ahead and you offer up less than a kizayis of chametz, you are not chayef for that. But, if you were to offer up half a kizayis of chametz, together with half a kizayis of matzah in a sacrificial capacity, then we would say heter mitzareif le'isser, and it would be ki'ilu you offered up a kizayis of chametz. Yosef Ravdimi v'ka'amar la'alahash ma'isa. So Ravdimi was sitting, was sitting, was saying, said over this ruling, Amar le'abay le'ravdimi, v'chol yisur in Shabbat Torah ain't heter mitzareif le'isser. So now, really based on what you're saying, is you're say, in general, as a general rule, we say, Ain heter mitzareif le'isser. 
right? In, in, a, in a general sense, we say, right, permitted matter does not go ahead and combine with prohibited matter to form the requisite shear of Isser. That, that's generally what we're saying, right? There are, a couple, there, there are maybe a couple of exceptions, but in general, we, we, we hold it's not mistarif. So the Gemara says, is that true? Vahatanan, listen to this. Ha-mikvah shal truma. Suppose they listen to this. Mikvah is like a porridge. So imagine for a moment you have a porridge. The porridge is, or, or Rashi says, any, any, or like oatmeal, right? Any, any thick, uh, any, any thick food item. So mikvah shal truma. So you go ahead and you have this porridge that's made of truma. Vahashuma vahashemen shal chulen. But the, literally the garlic and the oil is chulen. So also, which means is, if you could imagine the porridge is truma, but Lamaisa, the additives, the ingredients, are chulen. So what's the halacha? Vinaga tvul yom b'miktsasan, and about say tvul yom, which means someone who went to the mikvah that day, but still requires hair of shemesh, right? Still requires sunset in order to complete his purification process. So what's the halacha? So vinaga tvul yom b'miktsasan, pasal es kulon. The entire porridge becomes pasal. The entire porridge becomes pasal. Then I will say now, why is that? Look at Rashi, pasal is right across. As kalakidera, the mikvah ikar, utvul yom pasal as a truma. Because we'll say in this case, again, remember, it's the porridge that's the ikar. The ingredients or the additives are secondary. And therefore, Allah Lamai said, this porridge has the status of truma. What's talacha when a tvul yom touches truma? What's talacha? Becomes pasal, becomes unfit. Good. Next case. What happens if the porridge is chulin, but the garlic and the oil is truma? And now the tful yom touched one part of the porridge. Lo He only passes, only passes mamish the exact area that he touched. Which I will say this is why they use a porridge case. Because what can you do in a porridge case? What can you do? Just scoop out, right? That's the beauty of that's the beauty of porridge. One of the many beautiful beauties of porridge, right? You could just go ahead and scoop out the area where the tvul yom touched and just leave the rest. So the Gemara says, "Ivavinan ba." But we asked about this makom magao amai psula. I don't understand why is the area that the tvul yom touched problematic? Habatli luchutavlin barov. Shouldn't the ingredients be bottle barov? And as I will say, assuming that truma could be bottled in some type of shear, right? Why aren't why we're not seeing the ingredients? I mean, like the spices, the oil, the oil and the garlic. Why isn't that bottle barov? matam listen to this. And Rabbi Rachana said, I'll tell you why. Because ultimately, again, in case number two, where the porridge itself is chulin, the garlic and the oil is truma, if a zarafanan kohen were to go ahead and eat a kezais of those items, they would get malchus. Now, now, what does that mean? Now, before we go on, take a look at Rashi. Rashi says over here, "Va'amra barachana dimua midaraisahu v'zar loke alav pekizayis mishum diyesh shem truma ala hilchach legabe tuma nami shem truma ala umiu lo chamira kitruma asma lifsolas kulon umai time zar loke." Let me just read more lines. Zar loke alav pekizayis 
Mishum Zaros, Halo Achel Kizais Shuma, Lav Mishum Dehetim Misarfesun. I've also now watched this. So Rabbi Arbachana said, why is it that, why is it that the area where the, where the non, where the Tvulyom touches becomes Tameh, ultimately again, because if a non-coin were to eat it, he would end up ultimately consuming Truma. Which I say seems to tell us what? That the way we view this porridge essentially is as truma. As truma. So we say, And therefore, if a non-coin were to eat from this porridge, it would be ki'ilu, he would be consuming truma. To which the Yomar says, It must be because at the end of the day, we're saying that the hetar mitzaref le'iser, in this case, the hetar porridge, is mitzaref to the eser, is, is the to the iser additives, and therefore, if a non-coin were to eat it, he would actually be in violation. Therefore, when the tvul yom touches it, he passes the area where he touched. So the Gemara says, "My love, kizai." Um, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, my hechidami. Love mishum dehetem sir. Are we not dealing with the case of hetem sir? I will say, in which case you begin to see that hetem sir does apply to other cases, not just to nazir and not just to. Karbanos, and not just the chametz, but apparently applies to other cases as well. To which the Gemara says, "Lo, my kizayis." What does it mean that there's a kizayis? Oh, the ika kizayis bechdeachilas pras. Oh, Rabbi now we come to an interesting halacha, which is that if you have a prohibited item that's mixed into a permitted item, and technically speaking, you can end up eating a kizayis of iser. Bichdei Achilas Pras. So both remember again, Bichdei Achilas Pras literally means the amount of time it takes to eat half a loaf, right? So the Gemara qualifies this. Half a loaf, it's a barley loaf, warm. Gemara is a whole list. For our purposes, Bichdei Achilas Pras is a certain amount of time. Now there's a machlokas. There's a machlokas in the shear of Bichdei Achilas Pras. How long does it take to eat half a loaf? So both say, so this, this machlokas ranges Really, the general spectrum is three to nine minutes, but the truth is you have opinions that even go outside of the nine-minute range. We often, we often utilize this halacha in a situation. So we'll say, before I get to that, the, the din of kideachilas pras, anything you eat within that amount of time is considered to be one unified act of eating. So, for example, where does this come up all the time for us contemporarily? Yom Kippur. Let's say a person is ill and they have to eat on Yom Kippur. If at all possible, we try to have them space out their eating longer than Kedei Achilas Pras. And the reason we do that is because this way, the eating is not mitztarif. So if a person eats a little bit now and a little bit in, uh, let's assume, you know, five minutes from now and a little more five minutes after that, those independent acts of eating are not mitztarif. Masha'inkain are don't combine to form one act. Masha'inkin, if a person eats a little bit now, another little bit in a minute from now, another little bit in a minute from now, all of those smaller acts combine into one comprehensive halachic act of eating. So I will say, so what the Gemara is suggesting over here is, the reason why the porridge is problematic, even though the porridge is chulin, and it's only the garlic and the oil that's truma, because what's the case? The, the, the nature or the ratio of the garlic and the oil is such that when you end up eating porridge, you'll end up consuming a kezayis of truma 
So if you eat porridge, let's call it, let's just choose right now in the spectrum of three to nine, five minutes. If you eat porridge for five minutes, what's going to end up happening? Effectively, what happens? You've consumed a kezayis of truma. That's why the mixture is problematic. So the Gemara says, And is this concept of consuming a kezayis pechteachilas pras, is that doraisa? Amar in. And he said, yes, in fact, it is. In fact, it is. I will say, the notion of kezayis, I will say, so this is incredibly important. So I will say, so again, what the Gemara is suggesting is the problematic situation with the porridge case even when the porridge is chulin, and it's only the oil and the garlic that's truma, is that if you continuously eat this porridge, you will end up consuming a kezayis of truma ingredients, bichdeachilas pras, within the amount of time in which your independent acts of eating are mitztarif into, or combined into one comprehensive act of eating. If that's the case, if that's the case, ultimately, again, why do the Rabbanon argue on Rabbi Lazar? By Kusach. See, I will say, remember again, the Rabbanon said, because going back to yesterday's daf, look at Rashi for just a moment. Rashi says over here, Remember again, in yesterday's daf, we're talking about is Kusach Asr or not, right on Pesach. And the issue was, do you hold the Ta'aroves Chametz, a mixture of Chametz, ultimately is Asr? But one second, we'll say, if you eat Kusach, what inevitably happens? What inevitably happens? If you eat kusach for three minutes straight, they will say, what occurs? But you have consumed the kezayis of bread. Now, if you just tell me that eating kezayis bechdei achilas pras is a din da'oraisa, so why do the Rabbanon argue on Rabbi Eliezer by kusach? Everyone should agree that kusach is prohibited. Whether you hold that ta'arova is a mixture of chametz, is asr or not, if you hold that the concept of a consumption of kezayis over a span of time of kedei achilas pras, the amount of time it takes to eat half a loaf, that anything you eat in that time span combines to form one comprehensive act of eating, then Allah kusach shabi aser. To which the Gemara says, Elamai, uh, I'm sorry, Elamai, Mishum de heter mitztarif le'iser. Oh, because you're both saying no, because there, there at the end of the day, it could be that it's an issue of heter mitzdarif le'iser. That halacha l'maisa, again, do we say in the case of kusach, as you're consuming the kusach, halacha l'maisa, does the heter part of the kusach combine with the iser? To which the Gemara says, sof, sof. Still, why do they argue at the end of the day kusach habavli? Elohanach l'kusach habavli, very interesting, I will say. To which the Gemara says, you're wrong, your premise is wrong. The, if you consume Kusach continuously for three minutes, there's no Kusach. I will say, I watch this. The Gemara says, but that's not true. That's not true. It's, if you eat Kusach continuously, there is a Kusach. So I will say, watch this. It could, remember, what is Kusach? I will say, how was Kusach used? It was a dip. So watch this. The Gemara says, "E be'ene dikasarif dikasarif dikaachalei batla daita eitzal kaladim." Because we will say, if you gulp 
kusach, enach inami. If you gulp kusach, so then enach inami, you will end up consuming kizayis beteachilas pras. But we'll say, what's the problem with gulping kusach? What's the problem? No one eats it that way. So we'll say, remember again, non-normative consumption in general won't make you chayiv. Won't make you chayiv. So therefore, if you go ahead and you gulp kusach, while it is true, you have consumed a kezayis of bread, bechdeachilas pras, that's non-normative consumption. So because it's non-normative consumption, therefore halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, what we call batla daito itzel kaladam. What you're doing is non-normative, and because it's non-normative, it doesn't show up on the halachic radar, so to speak. The mishtar kashatir ve'achile ve'achil, and we'll say, but if you use kusach normally, which is what as a dip, you dip into it and you eat it like that. Let's bake his eyes bechteachi less pras. But say then halacha lamaisa under those circumstances there is no kizayis bechteachi less pras. Good. So we'll say. So just want to point out now the Gemara is is advancing two halachic concepts. One is hetermit starif leiser, right? And I will say that's that's subject to machlokas. It sounds like what the Gemara is saying right now is in general we don't say. To form a shear of iser. That permitted substance does not combine with prohibited substance to form a shear of iser for the prohibited substance. With the exceptions of nazir, karbanos, and maybe chametz on Pesach. That's concept number one. Concept number two, I will say, is Now, it seems to be now, at this point, no one's arguing on that. That Allah Lamaisa, and both say this is incredibly important because we're often we're often conditioned to thinking about Isuri Achila as you just consume it. But what Allah is teaching me is that no, if I end up eating a kezayis of Isr over a span of time, as long as that span of time is within Kidei Achilas Pras, then my act of eating is looked at halachically as one unified act. So it says Gemar Eisvei Shtekederos Achos Shal Chulun VaAchos Shal Truma. We'll say if I have two pots of food, one of Chulun and one of Truma, Vlifnei and Shtei Maduchos Achos Shal Chulun VaAchos Shal Truma, and in front of the pots, I have two Maduchos. So we'll say a Maducha literally is a um, is a press, right? Is a press or a, or a or a, or a mill. So Rashi points out to her, it's for making spices. For making spices. So I have like a, could be a mortar and a pestle. Also, I have just, I, I have a grinder where I go and I process spices. And what happens? And one is of chulin, one is of truma. So we'll say, see, see, we, think, we, we actually had this case earlier. So I have two pots of food, one chulin, one truma. And in front of the two pots are two spice grinders, right? One has truma, truma spices, one has chulin spices. So what happened? I will say, here's what I know. The spices were added to the pots of food. What don't I know? What don't I know? Which spices were put in which pots? So the Gemara says, Elu mutarin. Right? I'm sorry. Why? Everything is mutter. Because I assume the chulun spices went into the chulun pot and the truma spices went into the truma pot. But one second. The amrit kizayis b'te achilas pras da'oraisa. Amai amrinan. Sha'ani omer truma l'soch. But I don't understand. If you hold or both saying that kizayis b'te achilas pras is problematic then it's possible that maybe the truma spices fell into the chulin pot. And now when I eat the chulin food, I may end up eating a kezayis of truma spices 
And that's problematic. That's illegal consumption of truma. So what right do I... So I say, seeming, I understand if you tell me that the spices are bottle. Although I will say, interestingly enough, the issue of bittel when it comes to spices is not such a pasha thing. Because anything that gives recognizable flavor often in halacha is not bottle. But again, we're not going to get into that right now. But the point the Gemara is making over here is that halacha lamais, if you hold that kizayis bechte achilas pras is asr, then why can I just make the assumption that chulin fell into chulin, chuma fell into chulin, chuma fell into chuma, maybe chuma fell into chulin, chuma spices fell into chulin food, and now when I eat the chulin food, I'm going to end up eating kizayis of chuma spices bechte achilas pras, to which the owner says, no, no, no. Amali hanach lechumas tavlin dirabanam. The reason we don't get all excited in this case of over here is why? Because this is a suffix dirabanam. Right? How so? Because they're both saying, it's only midaraisi. You don't have to tithe spices, right? There's no such thing as truma spices. It's only midirabanon that ultimately, again, there's an obligation to go ahead and take truma from spices. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says, last line, because I will say, at the end of the day, the Torah, when it speaks about truma, says it has to be the racious of your grain, of your wheat, right? And, and of your, of your, of your olives and of your grapes. So you see, spices are not biblically subject to truma. Therefore, it's only dirabanan. Because it's dirabanan, that's why we're mekel and we assume truma fell into truma, chulin fell into chulin. I says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Um, I'm sorry. Lost the place. Eisve. So also we ask another kasha. Eisve. Shtei kupos. Achal shacholin v'achal shachruma. V'lifneim beis sitin. Achal shacholin v'achal shachruma. It's another. It's another similar case. Let's say I will say I have, I have two kupos. Right. Two baskets. One filled with chulin. One filled with truma. And in front of them again beis sitin. We'll say there are two, now saws are usually a dry measure. Two more dry measures, right? One of chulin, one of truma. So we'll say if you can imagine, you have two, uh, two baskets of grain. And in front of the two larger baskets of grain, you have two smaller baskets of grain. One of chulam, one of truma. And again, I will say the two baskets, smaller baskets are emptied into the two larger ones. Mutar, everything is mutar. Why? Shani omer, chulun l'soch. Chulun naflu, chumun l'soch, chumun nafla. Because I assume chulun went into chulun, chumun went into chumun. Same case. Vi amrit. But I understand, if Kizayis Bekteh Achilas Pras is really Asr Medaraisa, how can you assume Chulun into Chulun, Truma into Truma? Maybe the Truma fell into the Chulun. And Halach Alamai said, now when I consume it, I'm going to end up eating a Kizayis of Truma Bekteh Achilas Pras. To which the Gemara says, Shani Omer, so the Gemara says, Amr Alei, Hanach L'Truma Bizman Azeh, Derabanan. Because said, this case is talking as a contemporary case. So that a Beis HaMikdash, and Shuma Bismanazah is Dirabanon. Is Dirabanon. Therefore, Halachalamaisi can be Mekel. Okay, good. So, we'll say, so in both of those cases, what the Gemara is just pointing out is we're dealing with Dine Dirabanon. And since we're dealing with a Safek in a Dirabanon, you could be Mekel. Good. So, Vahai Mishras Lachiudas. And we'll say, now the Gemara goes all the way back. So, remember again, we got, before, before we got into Kizaks Bithiachidas Pras, we got into what? Hetermit Starif Leisr. This interesting idea that something permitted could combine with something prohibited, ultimately to create the requisite shear for Isser. And the example, or the, the source that the Gemara says was Mishras. Mishras, the Torah says the Nazir can't eat something which was soaked. 
So he said, what's that case? But I'll say that case is where you take a permitted piece of bread and you soak it in wine. And then you, the, the Nazir consumes a kezayis, a kezayis. Now, we'll say, now when the Nazir consumes a kezayis of bread-soaked wine, right, bread, bread, right, or wine-soaked bread, yeah, wine-soaked bread. So also now when Nazir eats a kezayis of wine-soaked bread, is he consuming a kezayis of wine? Is he consuming? No. He, maybe a lot of it is wine, but some of it is certainly bread. And yet you see that that's, that's Asr. The Gemara is saying that's the source for the concept of Hefter Mitztarev Le'isr. So the Gemara says, one second, V'hai Mishras L'achi Yudha Asa? Is Mishras, so we'll say, is that word, is that available? Is that, is that really, do we use it to teach us Hefter Mitztarev Le'isr? We need that word to teach us something else. Haimi Bayle L'chidisanyo. I need that for another Limud. Mishras, the word Mishras teaches me Amud Be'ez, this is very interesting. Mishras teaches me the concept of tam ki'ikr. This is incredible. Tam ki'ikr means that in halacha, taste, the taste of something or the flavor of something is the equivalent of the solid mass of the item as well. The taste of a prohibited item is just as usr as the physical prohibited item as well. Look at Rashi just a moment. Litein tam ke'ikar. Lasos tamo shal iser. The taste, the flavor of something that is aser is just as aser ki'ikaro umamasho. Is just as aser ultimately again as the actual physical item itself. For both sides, we're getting some major, major concepts today. It's, it's going to be a good week. When it's only Monday and Mam Shabbos, again, you understand what's happening over? We've got Heter Mestarev Le'isr, we've got Kezayis Vedri Achilas Pras, and now Tam Ki'ikr. So Shabbos say Tam Ki'ikr, again, so, so the Gemara says, Mishras teaches me Tam Ki'ikr, meaning what? Shimshara Anavim B'mayim, V'yeish Ben Tam Yayin, Chayiv. Shabbos say, what does Mishras teach me? That if a Nazir soaks grapes in water, and then removes the grapes from the water, and drinks the grape-flavored water, what's the halacha? He's chayif. He's chayif. Did I both say, one second, why is he chayif? Are there any grapes in the water? Are there any grapes in the water? No. What do you have? The only thing you have is what? Tam. There's flavor. But Mishras teaches me that even grape flavor, wine flavor is going to be brahma. So we'll say, here you see, tam keiker. That ultimately, again, the tam, the taste or the flavor of an item is the equivalent of the actual physical presence of the item itself. Incredible. And I will say, ultimately, again, from here, we take the concept that we learned by Nazir, and we apply it to Kala Torah Kula. The concept of Tam Ke'ikr applies to Kala Torah Kula. So we'll say, watch this. Uman Nazir. So I will say, how do I know to apply it to Kala Torah Kula? I'll tell you why. Uman Nazir, Uman Nazir, She'ein Isuro Isr Olam. So I'll say, if by Nazir, Nazir is not an eternal prohibition. Right? So remember again, Stam Nazir Nazir is how long? Let's say a person says, already Nazir. How long does it become a Nazir for? 30 days, right? Stam Nazir Nazir, Salam and Yom. And in general, again, I'll say, you know, aside from, a, from what we call Nazir Shimshin, where a person becomes a Nazir for their whole life, Epashtos, that's, that's not where, that's not how Nezir Nazir usually works. It's usually a, 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 a timed, right, or a, 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 we'll call it a, um, a, a, a neder of limited duration. 
Suman Nazir Shani Suro Isra Olam Nazir is not an eternal prohibition. Ve'en Yisuro Isr Hanna. And I must remember again, the Nazir's Isr, Legabe grapes and wine, is only an Isr of consumption, not an Isr of Hanna. So a Nazir is permitted to get Hanna, ultimately again from grapes and wine. Ve'esh Heter Li Yisuro. And ultimately again, and Ye'esh Heter, and I must say, there is the ability for him, for that which is Asr, to become permitted. Now Rashi points out over here, Yeshetli Sura means that technically speaking, he could have his Neder Nazirus annulled. Annulled. So, right? Shabbos says, number one, it's not eternal. Right? Not eternal. It's timed. Number two, even during the actual time of this, you could have it annulled. Number three, it's not an Isra no. And yet we say what? Asabotam Ki'ikr. And yet Rabbi says, we see that Halachalamaisa. Tam Ki'ikr, that by Nazir we learn the concept that flavor is the equivalent of the actual physical item itself. So we'll say if that applies by Nazir, it certainly will apply in more severe prohibitions. For example, Kilayim. Right? We'll say Kilayim are forbidden mixtures. Sheisuro Isra Olam. Now remember, Kilayim are forbidden forever. Visuro Isra Hano. You can't get Hano from Kilayim. And ultimately, again, there is no way to go ahead and get any benefit, or there is no way, I should say, excuse me, to go ahead and permit kilayim. Then, of course, we should say tam ki'ikr. So if tam ki'ikr is going to apply in a relatively, we'll call it, you know, more, more kal isr, like nazir, it'll certainly apply in a more chamer form of isr, like kilayim. And the Gemara said, and Arla is the same thing as Kelaim on two counts, right? In Arla, I will say, in that, remember, Arla, the only difference between Arla and Kelaim is that whereas Kelaim is Asa forever, ultimately, again, Arla is not Asa forever, because after three, all right, Arla is only Asa for three years. But Allah, again, after three years, the fruit of the tree is permitted. So I will say, this money, so whose opinion is this? Rabbanani, this reflects the view of the Rabbanan. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Akiva, but Rabbi Yochanan ultimately again holds like Rabbi Akiva. So remember again, all the Gemara just pointing out is that halacha there's a machlokas. What's the machlokas? How do you darshan the word mishras? That's the machlokas. So ultimately again, the Gemara says that this opinion over here who holds that mishras teaches me tam keiker, that's the Rabbanon. But Rabbi Yochanan, who was quoted again on Mem Gimel Amad Beis, Rabbi Yochanan is the one who quoted Rabbi Akiva as saying that Halacha Lamaisa Mishras teaches me that Heter Mitzdarev Leisus. So I said this is really quite fascinating. So from one word by Nazir, we have a machlokas as to what you do with it. Right, that it's just a fundamental machlokas. You have one opinion saying Rabbi Yochanan, the name of Rabbi Akiva, ultimately telling me. Or I should say, uh, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Akiva telling me that Mishras teaches me Heter Mitztarev Leiser. Permitted item combined with a prohibited item ultimately to go ahead and create a shear of Iser. And now here I have the Rabbanan saying, no, Mishras teaches me Tam Ke'ikar. That flavor is the equivalent ultimately again of the actual Mamashas, physicality of the items. So the Gemara says, hey Rabbi Akiva, now, which Rabbi Akiva are we referring to? Now, watch this. Rabbi Akiva If you want to say it's Rabbi Akiva of the Mishnah, Disnan Rabbi Akiva Omer Nazir Sheshara Kito So we'll say ultimately again, if a Nazir 
went ahead and he he um he soaked a piece of bread in wine. Vyesh bolitsarev kedekizayis chayiv. Ultimately, again, and there is enough to combine to form a shir of kizayis. Ultimately, the nazir is chayiv. So the Gemara says, umi mai dimi pasumi and I will say, now how do you know? that the kezayis being mentioned over here is a combination of wine and bread. Maybe, maybe ultimately again, there's enough wine by itself. In other words, maybe there's just a kezayis of wine. So the Gemara says, well, if that's the case, but maybe you'll say, one second, if there's just a kezayis of wine by itself, then what is there to say? Or as we both say, if let's say I'm soaking a piece of bread in the wine, and there's, and there's a kezayis of wine right there by itself. Now, it's calling it, remember, I'll say, you, you, I know you're thinking to yourself, kezayis of wine, normally, again, I will say, we would assume, how would you measure wine? A revius. But remember, again, the wine is being soaked up in a solid item. So therefore, again, once it's soaked up in a solid, it's going to convert to a kezayis. So maybe you'll say that there's a kezayis of wine independent of the bread. But if there's a kezayis of wine independent of the, bre- of the bread, my lememra, then what is there to say? So I will say, no, you might have said the Chiddush still is, there's a mixture. See, I might have thought that maybe the Nazar is only Chayiv for wine consumption when, when it's just pure wine. But once the wine is mixed in with something else, maybe Halacha Lamaisa again, things become more complicated. Rather, I will say the Rabbi Akiva of Heter Minstarev for Israel learned that from Mishras is Rabbi Akiva in the Braisa. This Sanya, here we go. Nazir, Nazir, Rabbi Kiva Omer, Nazir Shasharapito Bayayim, if a Nazir soaked his bread in wine, Va'achal Kizayis, Mipas Umiyayin, and then the Nazir goes ahead and drinks a combination, or I should say the Nazir consumes a combination of bread and wine, Chayiv. I suppose that this is quite explicit. So this is Rabbi Akiva, Shitas Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva learns out from the word Mishras, that Mishras means. If you have a piece of bread soaked in wine, and halakha lamais, again, you consume it, and the kizayas you consume is a combination of bread and wine together, halakha lamais, those are mitztarif. So from here you see that heter mitztarif leiser, permitted substance, could combine with prohibited substance to form a shear of iser. And where does Rabbi Akiva learn this out from? Mishras. But I will say, if that's the case, that Rabbi Akiva is using Mishras to teach us, to teach us, then I have a kasha. What's the kasha? Where does Rabbi Akiva learn out Tam Ki'ikr? Right? I will say, remember again, it's not from Mishras. It's not from Mishras. So where does Rabbi Akiva learn out that flavor is the equivalent of the actual physicality of the item? Listen to this. This is great. Yalif lay, minale, yalif mi basar bechalov. Wow. He learns it from basar bechalov. Basar bechalov, because you're both saying, what happens to basar bechalov? Lav taima ba'amahu va'asr. They both say, when you cook meat and milk together, what's the status of that mixture, right? That you take, now you take out, you cook, you cook meat in a pot of milk. So I'll say, now what happens? You go ahead and you take out the piece of meat. And let's say you wring the piece of meat out. There's no milk left in it. What's the status of the meat? Asr. Why? Why? Because again, we assume that the flavor of the milk is there, but it's only flavor. 
you see from Basar B'chalaf, Tam Ki'ikar, Rabbi Kiva will say, that Allah Chalamaisa flavor is tantamount to the actual physical presence of the item itself. To which the Gemara says, so we'll say, interesting enough, so we'll say, so I just want to point out, so Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva uses Mishras to teach that Heter Mitztarev Le'isr. In which case, again, obviously then Mishras is not available to teach Tam Ki'ikar. So from where will Rabbi Akiva learn out Tam Ki'ikar? Allah Chalamai say he will learn it out from, he will learn it out from Basar B'chalav. V'Rabbanon. Basa mechalav lo garminim dechidushu. So Bas said, why don't the Rabbanan learn out tam keiker from basa mechalav? Or does the Rabbanan learn out tam keiker from Mishras? But why learn it out from Mishras? Learn it out from basa mechalav. Listen to this. You can't learn basa mechalav because basa mechalav is a chiddush. What's what's the chiddush? Ilema dahay lichudei vahay lichudei shari ubahadi hadadi aser. Maybe you want to say, well, no, no, no. The the chiddush of basa mechalav, Rabbi say, is. That two independently permitted items, when combined, become asr, which I'm say is a pretty big chiddush. Remember, again, I also want to point out, basr bechalav only applies to kosher meat and kosher milk. It's very important, right? So each independent item by themselves is totally mutter. Then somehow, when you combine them together, they become asr. So maybe because basr bechalav is such a chiddush, it can't be used as a source for other items. Or the halacha can't be used as a source of something else. Mar says, "Kilayim nami ha'luchudeva ha'luchudei shari ubahad ubahad dadi aser." In general, the Gemara is going to say, actually, in the realm of forbidden mixtures, interestingly enough, forbidden mixtures seem to follow this basic paradigm. Because think about kilayim. So what's kilayim? What's kilayim? Wheat, right? Let's say you have wheat and 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 vines, right? And grapes. So each item by itself is totally permitted. Only once you mix them together do they become prohibited. Ella, di tarlis, rather abundancy like this. I'll tell you why I can't learn out from Basar Bechalov. Ella, di tarle kuliyom bechal bashari. Well, this is actually very interesting. If you were to soak meat in milk the whole day, without fire, just go ahead and soak meat in a bowl of milk, right? Ultimately, again, the meat would be totally permitted. Yet, bashuli asr, once you cook it, it becomes prohibited. So the Rabbanans say, essentially, you can't learn out tam ke'ikar from basr b'chalav, because basr b'chalav is a chiddish. You could soak meat in milk the entire day and it's totally permitted, yet it's only once you go in and you cook it that it becomes prohibited. I'll, say, I'll just tell you, Allah Maisa, there is a concept that when you soak a solid in a liquid for more than 24 hours, there's a concept of kavosh kamavushal, that ultimately, again, allowing a solid to remain in a liquid for more than 24 hours affects a quasi-cooking process. But again, less than 24 hours, it's not going to be problematic, to which the Gemara says, Rabbi Akiva, nami So ultimately, Rabbi Akiva will agree, yes, it is true. Basar b'chalav is a chiddish. But rather again, but rather again, we can learn it out ultimately from the case of Gi'ule Nachrim. So as you know what we'll do, we'll, we'll stop over here for today. We'll stop, we'll stop with this. So I'm just pointing out, so let, let, let's just review what we have in, in, the, in, the, in the minute that we have left. Suppose in the minutes we have left, we essentially have a machlokis over here now in drushas, right? Focusing now on the drusha of Mishras. What do I do with Mishras? Rabbi Akiva says, Mishras teaches me, Heter mitztarif le'iser. The Rabbanan say, Mishras teaches me, 
tam ki'ikar. So fine, no problem there, except where does Rabbi Akiva learn out tam ki'ikar? That's what we're trying to figure out now. It's not going to be from Mishra Shabose. It appears that Rabbi Akiva learns out from Basar Bechalov. From Basar Bechalov, which is a good place to say tam ki'ikar, to which the Gemara says, but the problem with Basar Bechalov is that Basar Bechalov is such a unique, is such a unique um, halacha, to which the Gemara is then going to continue, so we'll pick, up, we'll pick up with it tomorrow, that Rabbi Akiva teaches us that perhaps we learn it out from Gi'ule Nachrim, the fact that if you go out and you acquire utensils from Gentiles, that halacha you have to kasher. Now why do you have to kasher? Because at the end of the day, there are absorptions, but those are just absorptions, they're just tam. So if it's just tam, why is it a problem? Oh, you see from here, Tam Kikar. So we'll say, we'll stop over for today. We'll pick up Emirat Hashem with Giulei Nachrim tomorrow. Shkarech Tam Kikar also applying fake What do you mean? Something that's like a chemical. Yeah. If it's Usr, remember, Tam Kikar only, only poses a problem in a situation of Isr. So, yeah, so if, 